A bellbird sighting in Hamilton's Mangakotukutuku Gully is a hopeful sign that efforts to restore native vegetation is working. Hamilton's council is aiming to add nearly a thousand hectares of native bush to the city by 2025. Sounds pretty ambitious. Um, and as part of their efforts, the council has launched an app to help locals and visitors learn more about the city's green areas. Amy Noyan is Hamilton City Council's Community Restoration Advisor. She joins me now. Hi, Amy. Hi, Jesse. Good job. What's your background? How did you end up in that position? Ah, thank you. Um, yes, yeah, so I did a science degree at Wakato University and then went on to do my master's. I took a bit of time off um, to raise my family and then decided I wanted to get back in now that my kids are a bit older and got a really cool job working in Mangaiti Gully um, on the ground doing restoration and, yeah, now ended up at the council as a community restoration advisor. When people think of Hamilton, they might not uh, automatically think of conservation, um, but... Can you tell us a bit about the gully system in the city? Because it's quite unique. Yeah, well, I think we're really lucky to live here in Karikurioa, Hamilton. Um, We do have these really unique gully systems, which a lot of other cities don't have. So they are home to a lot of really cool native plants and native biodiversity. Unfortunately, haven't been that well looked after, but now we... I think, you know, the significance of these areas, people realise that. And, yeah, we're trying to, part of our Nature in the City programme, get them restored and hopefully bring back all the native biodiversity with them. Yeah. So yeah. exciting. Um, I was sort of joking about what we get used to get up to in the galleys back in the 80s in Hamilton, but it, um, oh. they are treated a bit differently these days. Um, you know, they used to be yeah. places where school kids would gather and people would dump rubbish in them and they were just really seen as places in between houses. Um, tell us the story yeah. of the last 30 years of how they've changed and, and been newly appreciated. Yeah, well, um, they in the, I think, 1989, there's a gully protection kind of zone was established to... You know, people realised that these areas needed to be protected. And since then, I think just it's been bringing the awareness that these are really unique ecosystems that we need to protect. And, yeah, there's been a lot of community uh, collaboration. We've got a lot of awesome volunteer groups that work across the city. And then with our Nature in the City program, um, trying to get schools engaged and just, yeah, really focus our efforts on planting lots of natives, getting rid of the weeds, predator control, and, yeah, trying to restore them back. What would have been the sort of the uh, ecological purpose of these gullies back in the day before Hamilton was developed? Like, what are they exactly? They're not, they're not creek beds, are they? Well, they're essentially land-like forms that are formed yeah. through, I guess, we've got the Waikato River, and then there would have been, like, natural springs, and they've just kind of been carved mm-hmm. out through, through that, and... Yeah, I mean, they're pretty cool. We've got the waterways that have, are home to lots of native um, fish as well, our longfin eels. We've got giant kokopu, lots of cool stuff. So it's all a massive, yeah, it's a big, I think, um, you know, it all works together in the ecosystem. Yeah. I mean, the waterways, the trees, everything. Okay. Yeah. And tell me, special. tell me a bit about this planting project. Yeah, so I guess we are trying to 
increased native vegetation cover. At the moment, I think we're sitting at around 1.6, 1 1.7% cover, and we're trying to get that to 10% by 2050. Well, that's for the city, so yeah, is it? Pardon? That's the percentage, is a percentage of the city. Yes, yes, that's it. So we're just trying to increase the native vegetation cover, yeah, from about 2 to 10 by 2050. So it's a huge goal. Um, but, yeah, part of my role is trying to engage with the community, like local schools, volunteers, and try and get that connection to the land and to, to the gullies and get lots of people engaged and helping out. Yeah, and people get enthusiastic and, and motivated when they can actually see the... Um, the results of their efforts, right? And so, into this bellbird. So. Uh, yeah. Bellbird is not a very f common sight in Hamilton. It's not in Hamilton. It's not a common sight. Uh, there have been a couple of sightings, but no. So, they did try and release um, some. I think about 2010, uh, but none of them stuck around. So they just they are in other places, but we don't have them here. So it's been pretty exciting the last few weeks. Um, a friend of mine, Corey, who runs the volunteer group in the Manga Kotukutuku Gully system with me, was walking through the gully and saw one feeding from a tree fuchsia or the Kotukutuku, which is the tree that the gully's named after. And he freaked out, you know, oh my goodness, we've got a Kotumako bellbird in here. This is really, really exciting. And since then, we've had heaps more sightings, and I was lucky enough to be in there and see there's two of them and capture a photo of it feeding from the tree future. And yeah, it's pretty exciting. I guess it's a hopeful sign of um, things to come. So it, it gets me pretty excited anyway. <laughs> Which one is the Manga Kotukutuku Gully? Uh, so the Manga Kotukutuku Gully is in the south of Hamilton. It runs through Malville, Beta, Glenview, Fitzroy kind of area. Mm -hmm. um, we haven't even got to the bats yet. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about yeah, the bats so, of Hamilton. Yeah, so we're also very lucky in Hamilton. We um, are one of the only urban cities in New Zealand to still host a population of long-tailed bats. And the south of Hamilton is a, is a bit of a hot spot for these long-tailed bats, so in the Manga Kotukutuku Gully. Um, yeah, we've got these little long-tailed bats that are in there, and I, I, it's, it's exciting to have them. Have you done much and to measure measure their population, find out how many are there? Every year, there's grown? a bat survey that's done um, to pick up part, like bat passes through the night. And yeah, the Manga Kotukutuku Gully is one of the major hotspots for bats. Um, yeah, so no, it's pretty cool. I've uh, seen them in there. Have you? I back onto yes, yeah, so I back onto the gully. Um, I've got a bat monitor and go out at night time, and every time I go out, I you can pick them up on a awesome. bat monitor. And we've got a whole lot of bat boxes or bat houses in the gully that are protected with uh, predator bands, so that predators are unable to get into them, and they're occupied by bats. Um, are they? So, yeah, so you can kind of go at sunset and see bats emerging from them over the summertime when they're a bit more active. and So it's pretty cool. Yeah, we're really lucky. Can you describe the bats for us? So super tiny. Um, I always kind of say when I'm talking to my school groups about the, their bodies about the size of your thumb. Uh, they don't weigh very much, between about 8, 10 grams. Um, yeah, so just little bats. 
super cute. Yeah. So what are you doing to support the um, the existing wildlife? You mentioned a bit of weeding, some planting, some predator control. Yeah. Uh, and they seem to be responding, apart from anecdotal things like you seeing them and the spotting the bellbird. You know, have you got measurable success? Yeah, well, I know that the bat populations in Hamilton aren't declining, so that's great. Um, they're quite hard to measure, Um but they're not declining, so I think they're stable. And then I guess having signs uh, like the Kuramako bowbird coming into the gully, it's always positive. So um, if we're getting this increase in native biodiversity coming in, I guess, yeah, it just points to positive outcomes. And I guess it's a sign of things to come and hoping that, you know, we'll get Kedaru back in the city and it'll just keep going. So exciting. Someone reckons they saw a New Zealand falcon on the Waikato University grounds a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah. A oh, career there. Cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, cool. and, and it's all these things I was, just, yeah, just talking to someone the other day and he said that there's a couple on in the Hakari Martyrs. Yeah, it's just exciting, I think. You know, such a collaborative effort between so many, but to get these positive outcomes, it's just all worth it. Yeah. It does seem that the Hamilton Council is more engaged in these sorts of issues than other councils. That's just my possibly biased view, and you'll be biased too because you work for the council. But Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I guess, we, yeah, we've I mean, got this Nature in the City program, so we're pretty lucky to have this program. Which yeah, are residents enables. generally positive about it? That You know, um, they're excited about what you're doing and engaged yeah, I think um, I think so. We're, we've got some really awesome groups that run in our gully systems and we get really good turnouts and heaps of people engaging. A lot of the local schools are really engaged, but also private residents. Um, like we're working with over 100 residents at the moment that have gully sections that are restoring them. Yeah, I think we're really lucky to have a really engaged community here. Okay, tell me about the app. Oh, yeah. So we've just released this um, Nature in the City app. So it's got 10 self-guided tours. So you can download the app, have a look um, when you're in different places in Hamilton. So say if you're in the Mangakotokotoku or Sanford Park, you can click on there, download the tour, and it will give you um, information about the area and cool little facts about different things. For example, it might say, you know, we've got long-tailed bats in the scully, and then when you get to an area, it will say this is you've arrived at the bat hotspot, and might tell you about some of the plants that are special to the area that you're in, and just provides heaps of cool interactive information. Is it hard to keep these gullies weed-free? What's your biggest enemy? Yeah, weeds are a big enemy. Weeds are everywhere, and they. It, yeah, it's really hard. It's it's a massive mission, um, but we can only do the best that we can. Um, but yeah, many hands make light work. Yeah, what's the um, what's your biggest nemesis as a weed? Oh, there's so many. I think the kind of creeping vines are pretty annoying. Like when you've got convolvulus and honeysuckle, they kind of just grow up native plants. They grow super fast. They smother them and outcompete them and. And that's, you know, you want all your trees that you're planting to survive and you want to keep an eye on them. But these weeds just, you know, they can get really out of control. So weeds, yeah, none of us like weeds. (laughs) Got any old man's beard? Yeah. (laughs) Got everything. Yeah, Um, yeah, but, yeah. 
Hey, they well, can. um, how, to... how can people find out more about this app and um and take advantage of it? Yeah, uh, so if you jump on your app store, you can download it. It's uh, Nature in the City. Jump on our website um, or our Facebook page. There's heaps of information on there. Hey, thanks very much for your time. Congratulations on the work you're doing, and we hope you have Thank more you. bellbirds in your future. Thank you. It's Amy Noyan who's part of the Hamilton City Council team. She's the Community Restoration Advisor. So letting Hamiltonians know about what they have in their backyard, in their back gully, and reporting back on some of the successes they've already had.